Book 1, Chapters 16 through 18 of The Antiquities of the Jews, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ethan Rampton. The Antiquities of the Jews, Volume 1, by Flavius Josephus. Translated by William Whiston. Book 1, Chapter 16 through 18. Chapter 16 How Isaac Took Rebekah to Wife. Now, when Abraham, the father of Isaac, had resolved to take Rebekah, who was granddaughter to his brother Nahor, for a wife to his son Isaac, who was then about forty years old, he sent the ancientest of his servants to betroth her after he had obliged him to give him the strongest assurances of his fidelity, which assurances were given after the manner following. They put each other's hands under each other's thighs. Then they called upon God as the witness of what was to be done. He also sent such presents to those that were there as were in esteem, on account that they either rarely or never were seen in that country. The servant got thither not under a considerable time, for it requires much time to pass through Mesopotamia, in which it is tedious travelling, both in the winter for the depth of the clay, and in summer for want of water, and besides this, for the robberies there committed, which are not to be avoided by travellers, but by caution beforehand. However, the servant came to Haran, and when he was in the suburbs, he met a considerable number of maidens going to the water. He therefore prayed to God, that Rebekah might be found among them, or her whom Abraham sent him as his servant to espouse to his son, in case his will were that this marriage should be consummated, and that she might be made known to him by the sign, that while others denied him water to drink, she might give it him. With this intention he went to the well, and desired the maidens to give him some water to drink. But while the others refused, on pretense that they wanted it all at home, and could spare none for him. One only of the company rebuked them for their peevish behavior towards the stranger, and said, What is there that you will ever communicate to anybody, who hath not so much as given the man some water? She then offered him water in an obliging manner. And now he began to hope that his grand affair would succeed, but desiring still to know the truth, he commended her for her generosity and good nature that she did not scruple to afford a sufficiency of water to those that wanted it, though it cost her some pains to draw it, and asked who were her parents, and wished them joy of such a daughter. And mayst thou be espoused, said he, to their satisfaction, into the family of an agreeable husband, and bring him legitimate children. Nor did she disdain to satisfy his inquiries, but told him her family. They, says she, call me Rebecca. My father was Bethuel but he is dead, and Laban is my brother, and together with my mother takes care of all our family affairs, and is the guardian of my virginity. When the servant heard this, he was very glad at what had happened, and at what was told him, as perceiving that God had thus plainly directed his journey, and producing his bracelets, and some other ornaments which it was esteemed decent for virgins to wear, he gave them to the damsel, by way of acknowledgment and as a reward for her kindness in giving him water to drink, saying it was but just that she should have them, 
because she was so much more obliging than any of the rest. She desired also that he might come and lodge with them, since the approach of the night gave him not time to proceed farther. And producing his precious ornaments for women, he said he desired to trust them to none more safely than to such as she had shown herself to be, and that he believed he might guess at the humanity of her mother and brother that they would not be displeased from the virtue he found in her. For he would not be burdensome, but would pay the hire for his entertainment, and spend his own money. To which he replied, that he guessed right as to the humanity of her parents, but complained that he should think them so parsimonious as to take money, for that he should have all on free cost. But she said she would first inform her brother Laban, and if he gave her leave, she would conduct him in. As soon then as this was over, she introduced the stranger, and for the camels the servants of Laban brought them in, and took care of them, and he was himself brought in to supper by Laban. And after supper he says to him, and to the mother of the damsel, addressing himself to her, Abraham is the son of Terah, and a kinsman of yours, for Nahor the grandfather of these children was the brother of Abraham, by both father and mother, upon which account he hath sent me to you, being desirous to take this damsel for his son to wife. He is his legitimate son, and is brought up as his only heir. He could indeed have had the most happy of all the women in that country for him, but he would not have his son marry any of them. But out of regard to his own relations he desired him to match here, whose affection and inclination I would not have you despise, for it was by the good pleasure of God that other accidents fell out in my journey, and that thereby I lighted upon your daughter and your house. For when I was near to the city I saw a great many maidens coming to a well, and I prayed that I might meet with this damsel, which has come to pass accordingly. Do you therefore confirm that marriage, whose espousals have been already made by a divine appearance, and show the respect you have for Abraham, who hath sent me with so much solicitude in giving your consent to the marriage of this damsel. Upon this they understood it to be the will of God, and greatly approved of the offer, and sent their daughter, as was desired. Accordingly Isaac married her, the inheritance being now come to him, for the children by Keturah were gone to their own remote habitations. Chapter 17 Concerning the Death of Abraham A little while after this Abraham died. He was a man of incomparable virtue, and honored by God in a manner agreeable to his piety towards him. The whole time of his life was one hundred seventy and five years, and he was buried in Hebron, with his wife Sarah, by their sons Isaac and Ismael. Chapter 18 Concerning the Sons of Isaac, Esau and Jacob of their nativity and education. Now Isaac's wife proved with child after the death of Abraham, and when her belly was greatly burdened, Isaac was very anxious and inquired of God, who answered that Rebekah should bear twins, and that two nations should take the names of those sons, and that he who appeared the second should excel the elder. Accordingly she, in a little time, as God had foretold, bare twins, the elder of whom, from his head to his feet, was very rough and hairy, but the younger took hold of his heel as they were in the birth. Now the father loved the elder, who was called Esau, a name agreeable to his roughness, for the Hebrews 
call such a hairy roughness Esau or Seir, but Jacob the youngest was best beloved by his mother. When there was a famine in the land, Isaac resolved to go into Egypt, the land there being good. But he went to Gerar as God commanded him. Here Abimelech the king received him, because Abraham had formerly lived with him, and had been his friend. And as in the beginning he treated him exceeding kindly, so he was hindered from continuing in the same disposition to the end, by his envy at him. For when he saw that God was with Isaac, and took such great care of him, he drove him away from him. But Isaac, when he saw how envy had changed the temper of Abimelech, retired to a place called the valley, not far from Gerar. And as he was digging a well, the shepherds fell upon him and began to fight, in order to hinder the work. And because he did not desire to contend, the shepherds seemed to get to him, so he still retired, and dug another, and when certain other shepherds of Abimelech began to offer him violence, he left that also, still retired, thus purchasing security to himself a rational and prudent conduct. At length they gave him leave to dig a well without disturbance. He named this well Rehoboth, which denotes a large space, but of the former wells one was called Eskon, which denotes strife, the other Sitena, name signifies enmity. It was now that Isaac's affairs increased, and in a flourishing condition, and this his great riches. But Abimelech, thinking in opposition to him, while their living made them suspicious of each other, and retiring showing a secret enmity also, he afraid that his former friendship with Isaac would not secure him, if Isaac should endeavor the injuries he had formerly offered him, he therefore renewed his friendship with him, Philoc, one of his generals. And when he had obtained everything he desired, by reason of Isaac's good nature, who preferred the earlier friendship Abimelech had shown to himself and his father, to his later wrath against him, he returned home. Now when Esau, one of the sons of Isaac, whom the father principally loved, was now come to the age of forty years, he married Ada, the daughter of Halon, and Aholibama, the daughter of Isebion, which Halon and Isebion were great lords among the Canaanites, thereby taking upon himself the authority, and pretending to have dominion over his own marriages, without so much as asking the advice of his father. For had Isaac been the arbitrator, he had not given him leave to marry thus. For he was not pleased with contracting any alliance with the people of that country, but not caring to be uneasy to his son by commanding him to put away these wives, he resolved to be silent. But when he was old, and could not see at all, he called Esau to him, and told him that besides his blindness, and the disorder of his eyes, his very old age hindered him from his worship of God by sacrifice. He bid him therefore to go out a-hunting, and when he had caught as much venison as he could, to prepare him a supper, that after this he might make supplication to God, to be to him a supporter and an assister during the whole time of his life, saying that it was uncertain when he should die, and that he was desirous, by prayers for him, to procure beforehand God to be merciful to him. Accordingly Esau went out a-hunting, but Rebekah, thinking it proper to have the supplication made for obtaining the favor of God to Jacob, and that without the consent of Isaac, bid him kill kids of the goats, and prepare a supper. So Jacob obeyed his mother, according to all her instructions. 
Now when the supper was got ready, he took a goat's skin, and put it about his arm, that by reason of its hairy roughness he might by his father be believed to be Esau, for they being twins, and in all things else alike, differed only in this thing. This was done out of his fear, that before his father had made his supplications, he should be caught in his evil practice, and lest he should, on the contrary, provoke his father to curse him. So he brought in the supper to his father. Isaac perceivest to be Esau. So suspecting no deceit, he ate the supper, and betook himself to his prayers and intercessions with God, and said, O Lord of all ages, and Creator of all substance, for it was Thou that didst propose to my father great plenty of good things, and hast vouchsafed to bestow on me what I have, and hast promised to my posterity to be their kind supporter, and to bestow on them still greater blessings. Do Thou therefore confirm these Thy promises, and do not overlook me, because of my present weak condition, on account of which I most earnestly pray to Thee. Be gracious to this my son, and preserve him and keep him from everything that is evil. Give him a happy life, and the possession of as many good things as thy power is able to bestow. Make him terrible to his enemies, and honorable and beloved among his friends. Thus did Isaac pray to God, thinking his prayers had been made for Esau. He had but just finished them, when Esau came in from hunting. And when Isaac perceived his mistake, he was silent. But Esau required that he might be made partaker of the like blessing from his father that his brother had partook of. But his father refused it, because all his prayers had been spent upon Jacob. So Esau lamented the mistake. However, his father, being grieved at his weeping, said that he should excel in hunting and strength of body, in arms, and all such sorts of work, and should obtain glory for ever on those accounts, he and his posterity after him, but still should serve his brother. Now the mother delivered Jacob. When she was afraid that his brother would inflict some punishment upon him because of the mistake about the prayers of Isaac, for she persuaded her husband to take a wife for Jacob out of Mesopotamia, of her own kindred, Esau having married already Basimath, the daughter of Ismael, without his father's consent. For Isaac did not like the Canaanites, so that he disapproved of Esau's former marriages, which made him take Basimath to wife, in order to please him, and indeed he had a great affection for her. End of Book 1, Chapters 16 through 18